Hello, welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 91. How are you doing, Fisher? Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And this episode is entitled Torre Parasites slash Gangster's Paradise. Always like to start with a song title type thing, don't we? Um, so that's because I thought I'd go with this because the budget is about to be announced this week. Is that right? Um, well, I can't about... really know. I've not been paying that much attention. On Wednesday, um, I think they're, sure. doing the, the, they're doing the they're doing the budget. You know, the old red briefcase sort of thing. Um, yeah. I, I thought they did the budget in October nowadays. I think they just do it whenever they want, don't they? Um, whenever they need no, to tighten no. the purse strings. No, I, don't, or... I, I don't think they do it whenever they want. I don't think you're really allowed to do that. Um, I think there is a set thing of chance where you can do it at certain prescribed times. I thought nowadays they did it in October. Um, I think they used to do it in Unless they do it March. twice a year. Well, they used to do it in March and then do sort of an autumn statement, but then he decided to move it to, when Philip Hammond was Chancellor, he decided to move it to October, or October-November time, so it gave people enough time and chance to plan for the budget coming into effect later on in April, so you got a bit more planning time. Well, they're, they're definitely doing something in mm-hmm. um, April, in May, in next week in March. Well, this week in March, March, March this week. They are definitely yeah. doing something. Uh, so here is our episode title, episode 91, Tory Parasites or Gangster's Paradise. I've wanted to have a go at rap for a while, Fisher, so, you know, trying to show all of my range that I've got my different across different genres, and, and this is a, a chance to have a go at rap. Is that all right? Sure. Yeah, let's let's listen to it. Let's see how you get on. As Richie stands in the stalls and he takes a deep breath, he looks at the accounts and realizes no left. Cause we've been borrowing and spending so long, and because of COVID now, all the money is gone. If only if Amazon and Costa paid their tax The rich have different rules hiding theirs in tax havens And if you're Matt Hancock and you've, you've been awarding PPE contracts To your mates who don't have PPE I really hate to moan but it's a joke 22 billion on track and trace the whole system's broke Fools, Tories with second homes saying money's tight While there's children hungry in our schools and people sleeping under street lights Been spending most our cash lining the pockets of Tory parasites Been spending most our cash lining the pockets of Tory parasites Been spending most our cash lining the pockets of Tory parasites been spending most our cash lining the pockets of Tory parasites. How do you think I did? Oh, that wasn't quite as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. Is there actually any issue with Costa Coffee um, paying tax? Are you getting confused between them and Starbucks? Possibly. They're all. Yeah. I'm sure they're all at it. Oh yeah, fine. Yeah, I mean we've got no evidence of that, but nonetheless, <laughs> uh, well, out them as being tax dodgers. Um, so yeah, think about that. I thought they were both. I thought they were both. In, uh, you know, sort of uh, in the past, being accused of various things to do with tax. But anyway. Okay. Uh, I think that. Uh, and plus, Starbucks didn't quite go into the rap quite as easy as Costa. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with that point, but... Um, yeah, I'll I'm correct myself can... la- later, la- latte, later. Latte, la- latte, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Rishi Sunak did a summer statement in July last year. He also did a winter economy plan, and it sounds like he's actually doing a full budget in March, which tends to more often than not be the time of a spring statement as opposed to a budget. There but we go. There we go. Mm. 
so. do you want to do uh, any breaking news, Fisher? Uh, one uh, second, here we go. What have you been up to? Been washing the cars. Oh. Why I'm wearing this shirt, actually. If you see this, Peniston FM 95.7 Community Radio, I listen to Peniston FM. Now, this is a shirt that I... This could be a show and tell item, really, couldn't it? Yeah, but, it could uh, this, uh, this is a shirt that I wear for washing cars. Uh, I'm not going to say how I acquired it, because I say it might come up as a show and tell item at a, at a later <laughs> day. Um, but yeah, there th- could, for example, be your name written in the back of it, and I might have got it from a charity shop. Who knows? Possibly. Um, so yeah, I've I've been washing the cars because uh, we're recording this a little bit later than we do normally, um, only by sort of an hour or so. And I thought, well, I've got an hour to try and do something, so quickly ran outside and washed the cars. And you may hear a bit of noise in the background, which is some kind of strange plane flying overhead, which I think is going over between where around near where I live and also near where you live as well. So our listeners may be able to hear it in the background on both of our um, both of our endpoints. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Um, I mean, Peniston FM really is a great radio station. It is. So, I, mean, I don't know if you know, but you I used to do a uh, radio show there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't listen to it much. I mean, it's, it's got quite a bit better in the last couple of years since that person has moved on from doing the Sunday brunch programme. Very uh, funny. That's much, much better now. That was, the, that was the, <laughs> the real dark spot of it, I felt. Which 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 show did you do again, Jimbo? Uh, I, did, I did the one on a Sunday morning, the Sunday brunch show. Did you? Oh, that, sorry. That's I can't awkward, believe isn't that. it? Yeah. Yeah, what are the chances? But no, to be fair, I mean... I, in all honesty, your program was pretty much the only one I ever listened to. Um, There's some, some great programs on there. To be fair, though, uh, I'm a particular fan of the uh, breakfast show. Um, it, Steve on the on the breakfast show on Saturday morning does really it does some really good stuff, and he has he has some really good guests on. He's had like um, sort of like he does a lot with a sort of non-league club because obviously like Peniston Church are in, in non-league, yeah. and so he does a lot with them. But he's also had like you know professional referees on. Um, I think he's had uh, who else? Yeah, I think I think Uriah Rennie's been on possibly, but he's also had other sort of professional referees and stuff like that on there as well. So uh, so it's a really good guest in the past. Yeah, are you sure he's had a professional referee on, or would you like to review that answer? <laughs> I'll have to check. I'll ask. I'll ask, yeah. I'll ask VAR, shall I? Um, yeah. Anyway, go and consult the monitor and see what you think. Mm. So, um, so yeah. How about yourself? Uh, yeah, uh, breaking news of it. Just, just kind of be. You know, life's been busy running a pub since I opened my Earl and Audio pub. I've got my yeah. beer clips, by the way. So as soon as uh, you're up and running, and we can broadcast from our separate pubs or, or the pub together I will get the Waste of Web Space beer clip on the pump uh, I had a yep. couple of I've had to change two I'm really unlucky me because I, I use Pint365 to supply the beer pump to me and uh, I had two faulty cylinders that was leaking and when I've mm-hmm. sort of gone on the forums and stuff it's an occasional problem people have not not as soon as they get them um, yeah. and they don't get two in a row and I've, I've been really unlucky but now it is up it's set up it's running perfectly Pint 365 have been brilliant, and uh, they they really got the you know as soon as I had a problem, next day delivery sent me a new thing out. But but I'm now very good at cleaning beer lines, so I'm learning all yep. you know these kind of things I used to do in pubs years ago when I used to work for the Warncliffe Arms, which is uh, on Burncross Road, mm-hmm. still going. I think it's under new in new sort of management hands now as well. So uh, exciting times for 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 the pub there. Um, but I used to change uh, do things like a bit of beer line cleaning there. But I also something did something else this week. So with the cylinder that I got sent I had to change the cylinders in the pump and I thought that was a pretty good skill to have learned so there you go oh well done congratulations um, I mean, how did you do it did you just like unscrew it and screw the new one in yeah it's a bit of unscrewing a bit of jubilee clip unscrewing and tightening yeah. and clamping and all these things I don't understand but anyway yeah. it was a, it, it was all good to learn um, yeah so how, how much of the how much drink actually ended up either on the floor or all over yourself 
Well, this is it. On on the so I bought a, I bought a barrel of Doom Bar from a supermarket because I didn't want to go to a local brewery and kind of mm-hmm. buy their beer that you know I really really wanted and I didn't want to waste any by having to go with the first time using a mini keg and this pump because mm-hmm. I mean, there's a bit of a, a, a sort of hack sort of technique to using a mini keg. So yeah. on it was I think it was Friday morning. I was ready, got the new pump all in place. So I went to set it up and I uh, followed the instructions of sort of what getting a mini keg um sort of linked up to your pump you've got to let the air out and then you've got to poke in the bung on the top and i did that and i had a face full of doom bar at eight o'clock in the morning um, um but i didn't lose much so yeah um but yeah uh, but the passing trade's been terrible i mean you know i've just opened but you know it's been really quiet in there nobody's been in except me um i had a few fights with myself you know i had to, test yeah. I had to bar myself a couple of times and yeah, uh, but, yeah. But, but talking about pubs and beer shall we get on to our beer uh, you can do. I mean, j- just sort of men- when you mentioned a moment ago, um, so I, I can't really mention mentioned, but you said something about. Oh, sorry, was it called Beer Three Six Five? Yeah, you your beer Pint Three Six Five. Pint Three Six Five. Sorry, uh, I did. I saw an advert for some local company a few days ago. And I can't. I can't I, to be honest, I can't actually remember what the name of it was. Uh, and I'm assuming that this particular place is closed on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, Easter Sunday, maybe or New Year's Day or something along those lines. Because they advertise themselves as being open seven days a week, 362 days a year, which I kind of thought, you know, was a bit of a strange way of putting it. Because normally you talk about being 365 <laughs> days a year, not 362. So maybe chuckle anyway. Big shout out um, to uh, Luke Fernley, by the way, who's been in touch and uh, really enjoyed the rap. So at least we got somebody appreciating the uh, rap effort there. Thanks, Luke. Um, yeah. Sh- shall we? Shall we move on to talk about beer? Now let's talk about beer. Well, yeah. it's go on. So to get our beers for our podcast, it's it's a nightmare being a Sheffield Wednesday fan and now owning my own or having my own sort of pub shed um, because the two things combined equal drinking too much. Um, because if you if you saw what happened yesterday, Sheffield Wednesday were you know nicely winning after the first half two 0 and only to lose the game three two. So when you when you're in a in a sort of beer environment, it's very easy to sort of start drowning your sorrows. So I would say that if you do get your own pub shed, just be very careful um, how much you end up drinking and so on. So anyway, I'm going to get my glass so I can pour my. Um, so my drink today then is uh, sorry, oh wrong, wrong glass. Sorry, I'm not you. That's that's. That's just when Sheffield Wednesday playing. Now I've got the drink I've got today is on Sundays we eat spaghetti and uh, yeah I know I thought I thought I, I got this from Lardidar in Chapel Town yeah and it's from mm-hmm. the Pressure Drop Brewery. I'm not 100 percent sure where they are. N17 is the postcode, so I'm presuming the Nottinghamshire area. Would you say N17? Uh, I think so. Yeah, sounds right. I'll, I'll, I will Google it in a second, but it's a it's a uh, English pills, four point five percent. So I'm probably expecting it to maybe be a bit bit lagerish, possibly. Um, there we go. So I'll give this a go. On Sundays we eat spaghetti and we do podcasts and so on. So Fisher, what about you? Uh, N17 is in London, the Tottenham oh. area of London. No, I, I was nowhere yeah, near then. Was, so there you go. Yeah, a bit unsure on that because I know NE and NW are London, but I wasn't too sure about N itself. Basically, N, I think, stands for North London, doesn't it? Right, okay. So, yeah, Tottenham Hale, Walthamstow, that kind of area. Um, yeah, there we go. So, that looks all right. Bit of a head on it. I've got, I think I might have had this before, it's on podcast, some Hobgoblin uh, Ruby Ale, 5.2%, uh, which I'm sure I've already seen this before, where it's been, uh, where it's brewed, brewed and bottled in the UK, but it doesn't particularly <laughs> say whereabouts. Winchwood Brewery. 
off of Marston's PLC, Winter Brewer, which is in Whitney, Oxfordshire, which is where David Cameron used to be the Member of Parliament for, I believe, in Whitney. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see what this is like. I've just noticed on the uh, I've just noticed on the bottleneck this is out of date by quite a little bit, but we'll see what it's like. <laughs> but this might be interesting. Might might taste a little bit stronger, but it's in the, it's, it's in a sealed bottle. It'll be fine, won't it? Well, the stronger the ha- alcohol percentage, the generally the longer it keeps. Is that right? In fact, Lardy Dar told me that, which we kind of would have imagined that anyway. But Lardy Dar was very helpful with advising me on uh, the type of beer and so on that I could get for my hand. So thank you for that yeah. advice. Uh, the was it uh, was Lardy it Wayne Dar. was working there? It was, yes. Yeah, that was. Good do you want to do show and tell first then before we move on to headlines and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I can do. Let's, uh, let's do that. Let's do my show and tell item. Um, and I've... Uh, do you want to see my rod, Jimbo? I beg your pardon. I thought we do we are doing it. We are doing a bit of innuendo stuff later on, but um, yeah. I don't know if we're starting this early. Do you want, do you want to see my rod? It's Go about on. 18 inches long. Get your rod out. Here it is. Very nice. Here we go. That's, that's my show and tell item today. It's a rod. Um, so you can see just there. Okay. I can see you through there, Jimbo. It's uh, it's a second name, Stuart. Um, uh, it's a, it's, it's uh, that might be a nickname for it. Might be a nickname for it. Um, as you can, see, yeah, it's not really a huge amount to say. It's just a it's just a rod. I mean, it's um, broken there at the top of it. By the way, um, bottom a, a bit of it's. Do I, is it right, is this going to be about guessing what it's from? Uh, well, yeah, it's just kind of how has this come into my possession? Okay, is it this metal rod was taken from a drawer in an office in Burnley? As a memento of my first ever experience of working on site in my old job, I took it home with me, uh, and I found it quite recently when I we was doing a bit of clearing out. Or secondly, this metal rod was part of my TV aerial, uh, which fell down this week in high winds. Right. Okay. So, do you want, I don't know if you've got questions to ask on, so do you, on either of those. Do you often take other people's rods if it's the first one? I uh, I often delve around in their drawers and take out their rods, Jimbo, as you well know. No, I uh, no, I don't. I don't often look for people's rods. Clearly, however, in the old job that I used to have, we used to go out onto site um, every now and again and work at another company's premises while they were closing down, and we'd assist in that process. And I would always take something as a memento from that company, just as a and it always used to be something quite random. So you used random. to strip them of their assets and then take anything else that was left. Yeah, I mean, this rod, I mean, I don't know much about it. It's got some kind of blood or something on there. I mean, <laughs> I'm not too sure. Uh, yeah, so I, I found this kind of in a drawer and I thought, yeah, I don't quite know what I was looking for. I found it relatively early on. in the. I was there for a few days. I found it relatively early on and I thought, hmm, it's a bit unusual, isn't it? I think I was looking for like some stationery in the drawers, like a stapler or something. Found that and thought, that's yeah, a bit unusual. I might be. I might take that just as a and just like keep it as a thing. So, of, what other things? What other things have you taken then as part of your former job where you used to take? You're, you're almost like a serial killer who sort of takes, you know, takes sort of items to remind themselves yeah. of trophies and so on. That's yeah, trophy killer. Um, mm. I which I'm not. I listen to that. Um, I once took a. I actually took an award from one company that they'd won. Um, okay, what was it for? Got, what was it for? Uh, well managed finances, <laughs> but it wasn't. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Unfortunately, it was. Uh, it was. A, it was some kind of award for this company. Did sort of like bathrooms and kitchens and all that sort of stuff. So it was like sort of. I don't know if they won it or not. Or it might have been second place, but it was certainly some kind of award from the British Kitchen Awards or something like that. Is one that I took. 
Um, occasionally, I took various bits of stationery. Um, I also, I think, I once took a spirit level from one company. Um, again, it's, it's, it's normally stuff that's fairly random and. It wasn't doing very good spirit, was it? Hey. Um, yeah, so it generally used to be something that's. So, wh- well, where do you keep all of these things, and do you, have you still got them all? Because you seem to have kept one of the unusual ones, which is a a pie. Um, a rod. I'm, I'm, I think I've got most of them dotted around. But I was I was doing a bit of clearing out and a bit of tidying up because um, you know not much else to do at the moment, is there? And we used to have a um, sideboard in the in our living room, uh, but we recently got new carpets fitted. So when we had the carpets fitted, we moved the sideboard out of the living room and to get new carpets in. And we kind of thought, actually, why don't we not bother putting the sideboard back in? Because it just takes up quite a lot of space. And the sideboard generally is just full of rubbish, including a metal rod like this. that serves. I, I'm not sure your wife forever. would be happy with a metal rod just sort of laid around. Uh, well, no, it was in it was in the in the cupboard. In the I'm, sideboard. I'm not sure she'd be happy with it in the cupboard. It was just like chucked at the back of it. So, you so, know, so it she didn't see it? No, no, it just it got, it got loads of other rubbish kind of stored in front of it. So, mm. And there, there were a couple of other bits in there. Uh, including this trophy, uh, the spirit level ultimately end up in my toolbox. I think. What? So why think, why choose that... why choose the rod rather than the rather than a trophy as part of your show? Um, well, the trophy has the company's name on there, oh, so it yeah. might be a bit misleading as to kind of what it'd be one does, for. I mean, it, it, the trophy might make an appearance at some point. Actually, do, no, it can't. Does that it's... does the company either of the award that you've stolen or the the lead other the pipe, whatever it is, the the uh, rod? That you've stolen, do they still exist in any form? Um, no, not particularly. I think they might have a website, they might have a brand name, but the company itself isn't isn't there anymore. Defunct. Um, they are defunct. Yeah. Okay. Nothing to do with nothing to do with theft of um, relatively immaterial items <laughs> from their property. I to add. Right. After they'd already gone bust. Let's, effectively. Let Let me go on to the second one then. So the second one is that it was it's part of your TV aerial. Uh, it was, yeah. That so was causing you some distress. Uh, no, no, not not at all. Uh, it just that the TV aerial uh, in the high winds this week blew down and kind of came off the off the top of the house and it, it broke. Did you did you hear this happen or did you find it the next day? Uh, I found it the next. Well, I don't know because I don't know when it happened. Um, oh, okay. To be fair, it could have. I I I found it um, hanging by the actual cable and it. had kind of collapsed off. This this bit this bit had remained in place intact. If you can see there, mm. it sheared and that's where it just collapsed off. How how did you get so it down? That bit stayed up. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of something which uh, there's this force in nature called gravity. Uh, right. Oh, oh so to... it came so it wasn't hanging off. You didn't have to climb up to remove it or anything. It's it was already uh, down. No, it's it, it's it, it it sort of it snapped, came down. It was hanging by a thread literally by a thread by the aerial mm-hmm. cable thing. Um, so it was just swinging around in the wind, poor thing. And and, and how's your TV um, signal now? Uh, well, it's, it's been put back up. Oh right, okay. So it's, it's all right. It's working. Up. Did it did it Some, affect someone... your TV signal at all? Um, it it didn't actually because uh, we've got a satellite dish, so the aerial is actually fairly useless. But not oh, less, yeah, it has been put back in place. Is that how it works? Then because people still use aerials, but that connects to digital now, doesn't it? So is that through your satellite dish rather than anything else? Uh, well, we've got a satellite dish, even though we've not got Sky, so we've got, effectively, we've got FreeSat. Um, so I think the aerial is for use with Freeview mm. and sort of the old terrestrial TV. Okay. Um, so, I mean, to be honest, most of the TV we watch is on catch-up on the 
internet anyway. So, so and and you see TVs working fine and everything. What are you going to do with the rod? Um, I'm going to put it in the. I'm going to go to Burnley, find an office, <laughs> and stick it back in the drawer there. I think is what I'm planning on doing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the, the TV area is back up in place. We got to, got a fella called uh, I'm not sure if you've heard him called Rod Hull who came and <laughs> came and fitted it for us. Who did Rod? I think Rod Hill Rod Hill fell off the roof when he was changing television area and died. Didn't he? Is that right? Mm. Um. So yeah, it's, it's back up in where it should be. I, I am going to... Uh, I think I'm going to... You want, I, have I'm, you got more questions or do you want to... I think I might be ready to... to go for it. I mean, well, okay. the, the, just on just on the... So so did it, you didn't hear anything. It just came... You found it the next day. You didn't think there was any issue. You just... You tell it was. You didn't notice it. You tell it... Well, obviously you weren't... You tell it wasn't coming through that aerial anyway. Um, so you just found it the next day. There it is and decided you're going to use it in show and tell. Uh, yeah, I mean, I found it... it to be fair... It could have been like that for weeks. I mean, I don't think it is, but, you know, it's mm. not as though you particularly spend ages checking down the side of the house. I'm assuming when it was windy, it fell down, um, and that's why, that's how I found it. I'm assuming it came down probably the night before. So I don't think that you'll have taken this from an office, because I think you would have taken something better, and uh, I don't think you'd be allowed to keep it for that long either, because it's quite some time ago, um, <laughs> you know, that you, do, you were doing that job. So I don't think you'd still have that old rod i think it's more recent so i think it is that it blew down from your aerial i was gonna say like it looks a bit like um maybe like a part of a pole of what you put you know like a parasol all right yeah it looks a little bit like that um so i thought that's what it might be at first but uh, i can see so yeah i'm gonna go with that one second one i think so it's part of my television aerial yeah you'd be correct well done well nice one very good thank you very much fisher yeah, I don't know I think I had a mini panic then. It says we've been recording for 47 minutes, but we definitely haven't been. I think the Facebook live times are out for some reason. But anyway, uh, yeah, what, what was you going to finish off with saying there? Yeah, I think they're going for about 20, 25 minutes, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, it did come down at some point. I was talking to my next-door neighbour um, briefly uh, around Wednesday lunchtime, and I was telling him that the cricket was on. If you put Channel 4 on, he'd be able to see the cricket. As I was chatting to him, I could hear sort of this, like, banging noise. What loud noise coming from? A bit inconsiderate, making that noise, whoever's making it. <laughs> um, and then I could hear it, could hear it banging again while I'm chatting, so that's a bit loud. I thought it was on, I thought it was on my other next-door neighbour's other side of their house and that kind of leads onto another street i thought it was coming from over there and then there was it banging again a bit more i could actually i could get a sense it was a bit nearer to me than i thought it was but nonetheless i was still not happy about this sheer amount of noise that this inconsiderate person was making and then when i walked to have a look it turned out that it was me making the noise it was my television <laughs> area that come down the, so you, you come down be, from the roof so you probably been annoying off. people for a while with your noise making yeah i never it was when i went back inside i could then hear it quite a lot during the day, so I don't know at what point it came down. I would have thought if it had fallen down, I would have heard him, and it would have been quite a loud bang. Uh, it's quite big, obviously. And and a big thank you very much to Gary, who came round with his ladders and uh, went and put it back up for me. So thank you very much. Good on you, Gary. Um, so I thought we'd move on. Now, we have got a headline and stuff, and we, but I thought I'd keep that more towards our news section because we don't have particularly loads of news. So I thought we'd move on to my feature, if that's all right. Oh, of course, yeah. And we start. You started off with a bit of innuendo earlier on, didn't, didn't you? Sort of saying, "Look at my rod." Well, we're going to do some innuendo now because um, I was watching. 
Harry, I, I tried to introduce my daughter to Harry Potter. Not not personally. Not this is yeah. Harry. This is Harry Potter. He's obviously not a real person, Harry Potter. But there are people out there called Harry Potter, uh, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. But um, anyway, uh, there, I, I was watching it, and and one of the lines in it just sort of stood out to me and, and made me think. Well, that's a bit. That, hearing that alone sounds a bit, you know, a bit rude sort of thing. And then I thought, I wonder how much innuendo is actually in Harry Potter. Uh, so I started looking into it. And then I thought, you know what I could do? I could do some sort of quiz where I mix up innuendo from Harry Potter with in, with purposeful in, innuendo from things like Carry On Camping and so on. But then when I looked into it, Carry On Camping, the, the, it's mostly like it's it's like dialogue rather than just one-liners, so it weren't really going to work. So what I've decided to do is there seems to be quite a lot of innuendo in Harry Potter alone. So mm-hmm. I've managed to mix. I've I've combined it with uh, innuendo from other films. Okay, so there's quite a lot of Harry Potter ones, answers that are going to be Harry Potter, um, but then mm-hmm. I've mixed in some others as well. Is that okay? So in each an- yeah. in each in each statement in each quote I read out, uh, the answer is either going to be A B or C Harry Potter, if that makes sense. So one okay. of your possible options is always going to be Harry Potter. Have you ever watched Harry Potter mm-hmm. before? Uh, I've seen all eight films. I think. Oh, that's good. Okay, so you might. Um... I've probably not paid that much attention to a couple of the films, but I think at some point I have seen all of them. Okay, so it might help you. might help you out. Are you ready then? So, yep. statement number one. Can I look at Uranus 2? Um, so I, I don't think that's going to be Harry Potter. I'm not sure. Sorry, were you going to give me an A, B and a C? Oh, yeah, sorry. A, Disney's Hercules, B, Sound of Music, or C, Harry Potter? I don't think it's Harry Potter, because I don't think... Um, ooh, I was going to say... I was going to say they don't do much in terms of plays, but I think there is, is Emma Thompson who plays Professor Calloway, who's the sort of div- divination teacher. So maybe there is a bit of scope for it, but I don't, I don't think it is her. So the other options were Hercules or Disney's Hercules or Sound, Sound of Music. Sound, Sound of Music. I'm not sure where it feature in the Sound of Music, so I'm going to say Disney's Hercules. So that one is Harry Potter. The full statement is, can I look at Uranus 2, Lavender? And it's said by Ron Weasley, and he says it to his yeah. teacher, who might be Emma Thompson, I'm not 100% sure. I think um, it's, but it's, probably, I think it's yeah. possibly one of the yeah the teachers who he says it to. is a bit of a, a strange sort of... Sometimes this... this I, I mean, I've tried to pick accidentally innuendo, but sometimes it sounds quite purposeful. But with it being Harry Potter, it seems a bit odd. Anyway, number two. You ready? Yep. Did it go in? Negative. Just impacted on the surface. So your possible <laughs> options here are A, cloudy with a chance of meatballs, B, Star Wars, or C, Harry Potter. Hang on. So, well, I mean, and we're sure this is not carry on to Maron's lines. Um, I I don't think that's Harry Potter related. It, going, it just touched on the surface. Yeah, I mean, it could sort of suggest some kind of spell that's hit him, but even then I don't think that's particularly likely. So I'm going to say that that is... What the, two, the first two Cloudy with a Chance Cloudy. of Meatballs or Star Wars? Well, I've never heard of... I'm going to say Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, albeit that's not a film I've ever heard of. No, it was Star Wars. There you go. Uh, number three, when you come, use the back door. So your possible answers are A, West Side Story, B, Billy Elliot, or C, Harry Potter. Well, I think it's a bit mean to say it might be Billy Elliot. Um, I think oh, I, I, I think this might be Harry Potter. And I think I think it might be when they sneak out to see... The, what's, the, what's, the, what's the Robbie Coltrane character called? Hagrid. Hagrid. 
Yeah, I think it might have been when they went to see him at some point, maybe. Um, maybe when he's... Didn't he have an animal that got killed in one of the films, they, the Prisoner of Azkaban? They do sneak out quite a lot to see him, don't they? Yeah, so I think it might have been them, one of the times I saw him, so I'm going to say that. No, you've not got one right, have you yet? I don't think. Uh, no, it was... Uh, actually, it was West Side Story, that one, and it was uh, a character yeah. called Maria who said it. I think that's uh, based on Romeo and Juliet into uh, West Side Story. Have you ever seen it before? It's like a... Musical, possibly, maybe. Yeah, I think it's loosely based on two rival factions, the Jets and the Sharks, mm. West Side Story, and yeah, loosely based on Romeo and Juliet. Uh, are you ready? Next one. I want you to mount it and grip it tight. You don't want to be sliding off the end. So is that A, Fox and the Hound, Fox and the Hound by Disney, or B, Over the Hedge, which is a DreamWorks film, or C, Harry Potter? Um, it, That must be Harry Potter, and it must be a reference to riding a broomstick, I would have thought. Is that your yeah, final answer? Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say Harry Potter riding a broomstick. Yeah, you're correct. It's uh, Professor Hooch when she's uh, giving them the first uh, broomstick riding lesson. And that's that's the one that I was watching that made me think this would be a good quiz if I could pick out innuendo from Harry Potter films. But you know when I've Googled innuendo in Harry Potter films, this this one isn't even mentioned. People have completely not, not seen this one. I want you to mount it and grip it tight. You don't want to be sliding off the end. No, nobody's even noticed that one. It was just me and my dirty mind. But anyway, uh, next one. Number five. Get in there, you big furry oaf. I don't care what you smell. So <laughs> is it A, Monsters, Inc., B, Star Wars, or C, Harry Potter? Um, hmm. Yeah, big furry elf. I, th- I think there are, there are a lot of people who are referred to as big elves, but I'm not sure about big furry elf. Oh, sorry, that's in Harry Potter. So I'll, I've never seen Monsters Inc. film. So, I'll, but I, I think there are there is a furry character in it. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say Monsters Inc. No, uh, it is Star Wars, and I think it's Han Solo talking to Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Yeah, um, so there you go. Uh, number six. 12 and a quarter... Uh, here we go. Sorry, start again. Number six. 12 and a quarter inches. Ash. Pleasantly springy. It's in fine condition. You treat it regularly? Polished it last night. A. Mary um, Poppins Returns. B. Trolls World Tour. Or C. Harry Potter. Mary Poppins Returns. Is that sort of the new Mary Poppins film? Yeah. With Emily tr- Emily Blunt plays... Uh, Mary Poppins. Yeah. Very good as well, um, actually. She's very, she did a very good job of it, I thought. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've not uh, not seen it. I've seen the original Mary Poppins. Similarly with the Trolls film, I think I've seen the original Trolls film, but not the not the sequel. Is it sorry? Is it a sequel to Trolls film? Yeah, that you mentioned. Yeah, I've only seen the original to that. I think from what you're saying, where they talk, which is say twelve and a half inches ash, the polish it regularly. I I think that might be Harry Potter. I think it might be a reference to a wand. And, Very good. Okay. And by that, I mean an actual magic wand as opposed to anything else. <laughs> well done. And uh, from that to a similar sounding one, number seven, oops, my wand is a little overexcited. A, <laughs> Sword in the Stone, B, Lord of the Rings, or C, Harry Potter? Um, well, I mean, it could feasibly be Harry Potter on this one, couldn't it? Um, any point, but I think that might be a bit obvious. Um, I, they have one, I've never seen Lord of the Rings films, really, so I don't know if they have wands in them or not. Do they have wands in that Lord of the Rings films? I don't quite know what it's... What Lord of the Rings is all about, but it's about sort of wizardry and all that sort of stuff. So I might be tempted to say the first one, which is Sword, Sword in the Stone. Yeah, I'll go for that. That is actually another Harry Potter one. Okay. Mm. So you've got two right, and they've both been Harry Potter, aren't they, so far? So n- number yeah. eight, 
Uh, this this one kind of goes back a little bit to your um, your your opening show and tell. My, my so, rod, yeah. Red, can you move over? I want to get a look at that sexy rod. So is this A, Disney's Cars, B, Alvin and the Chipmunks, or C, Harry Potter? Hmm. Um, but did you say red? So it'd it help if I actually knew if any of these films have got a character called Red in them, perhaps. It would make some sense. Um, well, I know one of the Chipmunks is, is red. Is it? Well, one of the Chipmunks wears red. Alvin, Simon and Theodore, the three chipmunks. One wears red, one wears blue, one wears green. Uh, wears green. Yeah. But I don't think they're ever referred to as the colours. As where, I think, is one of the cars in cars called red? I think so. I think it's going to be cars. Well done. Which I think is pretty... <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty uh, full-on innuendo for a kid's film, that, isn't it, really? Uh, yeah, sorry, can you just, just read the quote out again, please? That's all right. Red, really can you move over? I want to get a look at that sexy hot rod. Yeah, that's quite, um, but there's, quite that, obvious. That's what they call cars, though, isn't it? Hot, they call them hot rods, don't they? In, in some, Is that right? Some cars get really? called hot rods, yeah. I think there's a saying. Sure it is. Hot rods. Anyway. I don't know. It's the first I've heard of it. Number nine. I think that... Yeah. I think that was a nickname once for Rodney Trotter in Only Fools and Horses, wasn't it? Hot Rod. Yeah, well, I think that might be where it comes yeah. from. I'm sure it's a car-based term, but anyway. Mm. Number nine. Hey, no one takes my wife's mouth except me. A, Ugly Dolls. B, Toy Story 3. Or C, Harry Potter. Um, I don't see that because Harry Potter because there's not many married characters that are in it that much. I wonder whether or not... I mean, it could be a topical question anyway. And... Could it be said by the character who is nowadays referred to as Potato Head, not Mr. <laughs> Potato Head, because they're trying to get him to be gender neutral. Oh, sorry, they're trying to get them to be gender neutral. Is that right? That would uh, be very, cause... very good thinking, yeah. So, and I think that Mr. Potato Head's wife, also also, also called Potato Head, who's married to Potato Head, so it gets a bit confusing <laughs> when both the husband and wife have got the same names nowadays. I'd like to announce you... Uh... Potato and potato. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoy giving you, her head. You made out um, kiss the potato. Yes. Um, so please have as much to drink as you want tonight and get totally mashed. Um, <laughs> I think it might be Toy Story 3, then. I think it might be a reference to the potato heads. Well done, yeah. Congratulations. Well worked out, yeah. And I thought that was quite good because it uh, has been in the news, hasn't it, that recently? Yeah. Uh, yeah, my daughter's got the potato heads, but that's the thing because I suppose I suppose the brand itself wouldn't want to just like kind of make them gender neutral because that means then when they sell the potato head things, they've got to sell all the parts for both different types of features, haven't they? Moustaches, red lips, and hats and handbags, and whereas they could have sold them separately, and made more money from it. Because that's why well, I, I had to buy. I had to buy when it was Mister Potato Head and Mrs. Potato. I had to buy them separately. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that um, the. the... That's the whole point, really. They don't want to stereotype people um, as to having certain ways of doing things. I mean, you mentioned sort of certain things, moustaches, red lips. I mean, I've met, uh, met plenty of women in my time who have moustaches and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. Um, and I suppose it's trying to treat people equally in the same. Mm. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't aware that the potato head came with some kind of detachable genitalia of any form. So I don't really see why it's all that big an issue. Yeah. Or it's mm. probably the case that they didn't have that. I don't know. It's, it is a bit confusing, though, isn't it, really? Yeah, I suppose like I mean, you say, like, it... you know, just because they've, you know, included a moustache in the thing doesn't mean it has to be a, a mister because it's got a moustache, I suppose. Like, anyway, that reminds me, I need to find my grand soon. Anyway, <laughs> um, number 10. One can get too familiar with vegetables, you know. 
So is that A, mm. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2, B, Ratatouille, or C, Harry Potter? <laughs> um, I don't think vegetables are, so obviously I'm focusing on Harry Potter to start with, because that's obviously what the, what the round is. I don't particularly think vegetables focus uh, that much of a part of um, Harry Potter, although they do, they do one lesson called Herbology. She's something to do with herbs and that sort of stuff, which is obviously slightly different to vegetables. So I wonder whether it might be ratatouille, which is obviously about being a chef and therefore might involve vegetables. You going with that? So I'm going to say ratatouille here. Well done. Yep, that's in ratatouille, that one. Number 11, head down, arms in, knees apart. Is that from A, Tangled, B, Princess and the Frog, or C, Harry Potter? Head down, arms in, knees apart. Um... I th- oh that might be that could be Harry Potter couldn't it? Could this be when he's doing some of the it's not time traveling that they do but they disappear then reappear in different places? So I think it might be I think it might be part of that perhaps when he goes on goes on the takes like some flu powder or that sort of stuff. So I'm going to say Harry Potter for this one. No, it's uh, it, I've never know I've watched this film quite a few times with uh, Ada actually, but I've never noticed it. It's Entangled. And uh, hmm. it's Flynn who says that entangled. There you go. Number twelve. Is, is, then. is that basically loosely based on Rapunzel? The yeah. Long hair. Yeah. Uh, number there's two more left. Number twelve. That cherry chasing dot muncher. Um, is this A Ice Age? B Wreck It Ralph. Also sounds a bit like. <laughs> number C Harry Potter. Number C. Sorry. Num- did you say yeah. number C? Number C. Yeah. Um, oh. I don't see that. I don't see that there's any direct link that I can think of to Harry Potter there. So I'm going to say Wreck It Ralph. Okay. Well done. So yeah, that's that's correct. I think he's he's actually Wreck It Ralph, the character himself. It's quite a good film actually. It's about video games and arcade games and stuff, and the characters in a sense a bit like Toy Story, where they're alive, sort of thing. But they're in the video mm-hmm. game. Yeah, I think he's possibly talking about fix it felix something like that might be wrong and then number 13 uh save a good one till last number 13 he put a bit of himself in me a <laughs> aladdin the live action remake though mm-hmm. uh, b madagascar or c harry potter so he put a, a little bit of himself in me i mean that would be appropriate for aladdin surely um... <laughs> and I've, I've got to say i have edited this quote slightly right is it dragon's den the musical where they got <laughs> talking about putting Ten percent of something into uh, ah, so the so the options were A Aladdin, Aladdin the live action remake, live the, action remake, yeah. uh, B Madagascar, or C obviously Harry Potter, and the quote is he put a bit of himself in me. Oh, could it be? Could it be? A, I think it might be Harry Potter, and I think it might be a reference to Voldemort sort of putting part of himself into <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Voldemort obviously is a character who is well known for having a massive snake. If you're aware of this, um, he put a bit of it in Harry Potter. Yeah, I think he. I, I believe there is some kind of bit where he transferred part of his soul. In, I mean, that sounds just as bad, really, doesn't it? Uh, into into Harry Potter. So I think it's. I think it's that, and I think it's that kind of reference to to Voldemort. Yeah. So the actual quote is, Voldemort put a bit of himself in me, but obviously I couldn't include that in this question, otherwise it'd be yeah. a bit of a giveaway. But there you go, that was a bit of a carry-on Harry Potter um, innuendo. Did you enjoy that? That was very good, thank you, Jimbo, well done. So now, before we move on to the uh, news, let's have a little bit of a word from our advertisers. Hello, expert event planners here. Our organisation specialises in planning your perfect event, whatever the occasion. 
Our meticulous planning means not a thing is out of place and everything is organised and timed to the finest detail. We are used to managing large crowds and use our own tried and tested traffic light system to manage crowd flow. Although it didn't quite work out at last year's colourblind convention, which really upset the colourblind association manager. He was pretty angry, and so red, although he probably didn't. We also take care of all your dietary requirements, unless you're attending the obesity convention. We do signage too. Attendees of a sex addiction group event left us very positive reviews about our signage. They left us some feedback on our rear and front entrance, but Julie managed to wipe off the stains. To find out what we offer, please attend our free online webinar that we've organised for Tuesday the 30th of February at 10am. You could find these details on our website, but our designer's running behind schedule, so it's not there yet. Uh, I thought we'd just start off with a uh, headline of the week, and the headline is Face of Les Dennis Found on Mars. Not exactly sure what newspaper that was from, um, but it's quite a a strange story, and I think Les Dennis has actually uh, shared it himself as well. So, obviously, I think, is is it... the US or is it Russia or something? They've or is it even SpaceX? They managed to land something on Mars, haven't they? And actually do a bit of exploring and stuff. It's quite a been been in the news a little bit. And um, but uh, but they've, somebody's zoomed in on a rock and it appears to have a. It is quite spooky actually. I mean, I don't know how much editing's been done to it. And if there has a lot of editing been done to it, then it's not spooky at all. But it does look like a face on a rock. Whether it's Les Dennis or not, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, um, he didn't. Didn't wasn't there something with uh, Les Dennis a few years ago with him being part of some artwork in Norwich, or am I imagining this? Wasn't someone who kept kept writing the word Les Dennis <laughs> on various walls in Norwich? Or am I beginning? Am I just making this up? No, I think you might be right because I did see I did see somebody say from Norwich to uh, Mars or something. I didn't know sure, Les Dennis had much of a link to Norwich really, unless that is actually where he's yeah. from. I don't know. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's not from Norwich. No. Um, so yeah, well done to Les Dennis on making it from Norwich to to Mars and expanding himself out. The first man on Mars. Yeah. I never thought it would be Les Dennis, mm. to be honest. But is it Les Dennis him. though? Our survey says. Anyway, um, yeah. probably not quite well the done. right sound, but anyway. Uh, so like, moving on to news then. Um, so we, we mentioned we we started talking about the budget and so on, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Um, but we that's did. that's coming up on Wednesday. So they're expecting support for retail and hospitality, hopefully, or they should yeah. be. Um, they probably won't be feeding the children, obviously, but uh, they are planning on doing various other things with the budget. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, they will be feeding the children, as you say, Jimbo. They're hoping to starve them that much that they end up going to hospital, suffering from malnutrition, and then they might get some meals in the hospital, yeah. obviously, I think is, uh, is what might happen. Uh, no, but it's, it's obviously a very difficult time trying to balance the books, no doubt, for uh, for Rishi Sunak and the uh, and the government. The there's, no, there's not really any books to balance, is there, I'm afraid. I think that's the, that's the issue, isn't it? They've, they've spent up. Yeah, the magic money tree that didn't exist, it turned out that actually it did exist, and they spent yeah. loads of money from it, uh, which is quite... Quite frustrating, really, that sort of it takes something like this to actually pour money into the community and sort of keep the economy going. I find it interesting. Where, do, where does all this money go to, though? I mean, there must be some people who are doing well out of this. Sure, I mean, I don't quite understand the you know the, the whole point of adding value and creating money and wealth creation and all that sort of stuff at times. Because people are, you can only you know you can only spend what people have earned. I don't know. It's a, it's but the, but it's not a real it. thing anyway, is it? This is the whole thing. It's not. It's not a real thing anyway. Money is a real thing. You can tell you that. I mean, there's, there's some of it here. Look, I mean, 
it's 20 pence piece. That is that is a real thing. And there's some here. Oh, sorry, that's no, a bottle top, yeah. It's from a beer earlier on. But yeah, money is a real thing. But yeah, I don't quite understand how. It's just, there must be some people who do well out of this pandemic. For, for people who are doing badly, there's some people doing well financially. Um, well, Matt Hancock's and, mates. Yeah, <laughs> yes, for example. If you happen to <laughs> if you happen to run some kind of you know bed and breakfast near where Matt Hancock lives, then you might have ended up with a PB mm. contract worth millions of pounds. Or is isn't there is I think there's his local pub owner who has got a PPE contract. Mm. And it was noticed by someone that Matt Hancock actually had a picture of that pub on his wall when he was doing Zoom interviews. Uh, well, I mean, at least, they, yeah, because he claimed he had nothing to do with it, didn't they? Or, you mm. know, no connection to whatever. But um, at least, you know, they're making a bit of money back from fines, though. Uh, they are making some money back from fines. Um, so, for example, I think if you hold a mass gathering, you can get fined to potentially £10,000. And this happened to a church congregation who met in a car park and they had some kind of sermon um, and a speech from the person running the... I think as well as that, people got out of the cars and they sort of like had a little barbecue or something like that and a campfire and all that kind of thing. Um, and they were fined apparently £10,000 by the police. Yeah. I think the person who organised it said that they were in a public car park and they thought it was just a case of prey and display. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it wasn't great, was it, for the person, the uh, vicar who organised that because, you know, he got out of his car into the car park, stood in some dog crap. Uh, holy crap, he said, and uh, yeah, he just went just went from bad to worse, though, didn't it? Because then they got the slapped with the ten k fine. So yeah, um, all that. Well, yeah, that's one of those things that uh, unfortunately happens if you don't uh, don't follow the rules as as you should do. Um, I'm trying to think what else has been in the news. Well, we've we talk had... about a man who was about who got invited for COVID vaccine. I think it's probably worth pointing out as well that we've now vaccinated is it over 20 million people in the uk yeah i suppose you've, um, you've got so. to give him credit for for how well our our country seems to be doing with the vaccination program um yeah everybody, congr- everybody, everybody involved in yeah that. everybody holds their breath with it don't they because you <laughs> you know what it's like with us like flash forward 12 months what's the results of that what's happened but it seems yeah. to be going well so far to be honest, Jimbo, I'll, I'll be able to count the problems on my seven fingers um, <laughs> after it's after it's been done. So, uh, yeah, and there is one person I think was based in Liverpool who was invited mm. for a COVID jab on the basis that his BMI, is it BMI index, is it called? That was quite high. Yeah, because he, he um, was confused. He was confused, wasn't he? Why? Why? He, I think what is he? It was he sort of our kind of age, really, sort of in his even sort of late twenties or thirties, and he and you know yeah. he, he, he seemed which is he, not our age, but yeah. He, well, anyway, he seemed to think he was uh, he was well and fine and wasn't particularly at risk or anything. But he was invited for, to a for a COVID jab and uh, was a bit confused by it, weren't he? Yeah, and they said that he had a very high. <laughs> body mass index bmi index um i think is it over if you've got bmi of over 25 then it's uh, quite Dangerous. unhealthy i think his was well into the thousands it turned out they had his height down as being about six centimeters as opposed to yeah six, six feet foot. or whatever i don't know yeah. but yeah which is not really very good so because of that he um this, I, i'm surprised there was no one who actually checked you know is this man taller than six centimeters no he isn't oh well yeah, I think there might be an error there, perhaps. Because <laughs> you can't actually have a human man yeah. that is only six centimetres tall. Um, mm. To be fair, the government have leapt to the defence of the uh, the NHS trust who did it and said it's just another case of downsizing within the NHS. <laughs> it's short-sightedness. That's what it is. Right. Uh, but anyway. So, I mean, can can babies be born that are less than six centimetres? Six, mm, less, well, possibly. I mean, just, the, just over, just over two inch. The gentleman's looking forward to when you know, because obviously last week as well, since before our last episode, they announced the roadmap out of uh, lockdown. This is another thing. So it's you know, you only say roadmap, roadmap, map out of lockdown. So I've been working this week, 
at my usual sort of job role and stuff. And I must have heard the word roadmap uh, mentioned about five times, not related to the um, COVID out of lockdown roadmap. It's like that's yeah. the sort of word to put to everything now. So should we should we do a roadmap of our upcoming episodes for sure? Or should we just decide not to use that word just because it seems to be the topical word at the minute? Yeah, let's do 92 next, then 93, then 94, until we get to 100, yeah. But he's looking, Um, this this gentleman who's uh, obviously, you know, was invited for this jab because they thought he was six centimetres tall. He's looking forward to it because he's, uh, you know, he's looking forward to the the roadmap out of lockdown, you know, by the end of sort of March, early April, he'll be able to um, go to other people's pockets rather than, you know, (laughs) just have to stay in his own sort of pocket. He'll he'll be... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, at the moment he's not not enjoying it, just sat in that thimble all day as he no. it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Boris Johnson he has announced uh, is it? I can't remember if it's a four or five step roadmap out of lockdown. But I did think it was very appropriate that he's also got the same amount of steps that I do per day nowadays. Mm. So that's very good, very helpful. It does. It does um, seem very strange. I was talking to another another friend about this. I do have other friends other than you, and uh, it seems very strange that it's uh, you know on this day we'll we'll do this. You can you can you know mix a little bit. You can have either six. This is this is another thing. You can either have six people in a garden together or two households. Does that mean six households of one individual person what, of each household? Or I believe so. Yeah. Well, um, I, don't, I don't think anybody's hundred percent sure on it, but anyway, and then you know, and then when it gets into May, you'll be able to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and then when it gets to twenty first of June, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> it just seems right. very sudden at the end. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's other well, it's, it's it's all a very strange and unusual place of uh, doing things at the moment. It seems to be tied in. I'm right in thinking that the final day of it is the halfway point of the year, the the yeah. equinox day. Right. Okay. So I, I, I didn't realise the vaccine, the virus, sort of was contained by where the moon moved to yeah. in relation to the Earth. But it's well, a strange way. Of course, it's it, the gravitational it, pull. It's of Boris the moon Johnson's is birth- the virus off us. and it's also Boris Johnson's birthday the weekend after as well. So is it? Obviously, he's timed that quite nicely as well, so that uh, the pubs yeah. are all open and he can do what he wants for his birthday. Yeah. What, what, what are the chances of that? But there we go. Lock, lock, uh, we lockdown. Any? Lockdown four on the twenty eighth of June or whatever. <laughs> Straight away, while he's recovering from his hangover, he yeah. announces a lockdown for. Uh, what, what else has been going on? You've uh, written something about Mick Foley. The, yeah, have, uh, you heard, the have you heard of Mick Foley before? Yeah, is he the wrestler who played, um, played Mankind, Mankind and Cactus Jack? Yeah, so he tweeted. Um, a ca- he tweeted to sort of congratulate the Big Show on his move to. AEW Wrestling, I think it is, because there's various different wrestling federations now, yeah. not just WWE and you know the, all the other ones and whatever they call them now. TNT, probably I don't know, probably got these <laughs> completely wrong. That was old anyway. Um, yeah, TNT so, is, is that when they're just fighting? It's like so much dynamite <laughs> at each other. Um, but, but, Mick, but it's hand, hand delivered by a courier. Mick Foley tweeted to congratulate him. Uh, so he's tweeted at the Big Show, whatever, um, on your move to, uh, and then basically accidentally tweeted a. Cowden Beef MP, SMP, uh, SMP MP, SMP MP, um, yeah, and, uh, and and then had to apologise. Um, so they were also made out like the the big show was moving to Scotland. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was quite amusing. I just wanted to mention it uh, because I wanted to do a quiz actually based on times that people have sent tweets to the wrong people. 
Um, That'd be a good one, wouldn't it? Yeah. But uh, but it was Didn't quite. Trump. Yeah, he'd, he's done it a couple of times, but I was all, I was struggling to find enough. It's, it's quite hard putting our quizzes together sometimes, isn't it? Because you've got to go through a lot of individual news articles and so on. Yeah. Um, but uh, a friend of mine, Gary Gary Lyon, who's uh, mm-hmm. we, we, you've, you've met Gary Lyon before. He often yeah. Gets... You, you once tried to tweet him, didn't you? I remember. But actually, you tweeted an actual lion, didn't you? I mean, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> no, well, he has issues with his his Twitter because he often gets tweets. Um, I think I'm sure it's something like some sort of American uh, Australian rules football coach. Uh, he gets tweets from from them instead, or like yeah. people thinking he's an Australian rules football coach. Mm. And then again, we meet Jimbo and Fisher. We, if you ever Google Jimbo and Fisher, we are an actual. I think we're a baseball coach, aren't we, Jimbo Fisher? Have we seen that before? Oh, yeah, to know that. Yeah, imagine. Imagine if someone tried to hire them for their baseball team and they said they got us turning up. <laughs> yeah, just try and like just throw the ball as hard as you can, and then just try and try and hit it, and you'll be fine. You know, don't worry about it. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine we would make good baseball coaches. No. Um, so yeah, because I remember Donald Trump didn't he try and tweet Theresa May, but accidentally because in the porn star called Theresa that... May, didn't he accidentally tweet her instead? Mm. Actually. Sh- was that an accident? <laughs> uh, it might be before because I mean I think I th- I'm I'm guessing that uh, you know because there's a there's a Sheffield Wednesday football well a former Sheffield Wednesday footballer they really shouldn't have let him go who's working wonders at Bolton now uh, Kieran Lee um, and there is also a porn star called Kieran Lee as well so I'm I'm guessing that that's happened to them and vice versa a couple of times too so there's, cer- there's certainly a quiz in there somewhere isn't there. Um, and then finally, I don't know if just just something I spotted this morning, but a plastic surgeon had to appear um, on Zoom for a court hearing. I'm not exactly sure what the court hearing was about and why. Whether he was at fault for something or whether he was just sort of some sort of witness or whatever. Um, but he appeared on the Zoom while operating on a patient. <laughs> <laughs> they say, "Oh no, this is just the background. It's the background I've got." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, he had the full mask on and he was just sort of working yeah. away. <laughs> Doing his uh, surgery while while they were sort of speaking to him, very odd. So if that person yeah. wakes up with like an ear on the shoulder or something <laughs> like that, then there's the explanation. Yeah. Well, what was the thing? You know, you don't take any care over the procedures that you do, and you always get distracted in the middle of them. <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. I'm just I'm, I'm putting a lot of effort into this one at the moment. <laughs> Can you imagine turning up in court like and just taking a deck of cards with you and sort of just, like sort of playing a game of patience while you're there or something along those lines? Surely. You can't really re- operate on a patient while you're taking place in a court hearing, honestly. <laughs> Dear me. Should we move on? Let's move on, yeah. So I'm looking forward to this, Fisher. You've got something interesting planned, haven't you? Uh, well, I wouldn't quite go that far, but I've got something different planned. Um, we did a quiz on Friday night, uh, sort of our groups of uh, friends. We did a did a, a quiz. We got a couple of rounds in it. Uh, and I thought I'd actually sort of redo some of the questions that we did on that quiz. Uh, so it'd actually be a slightly more formal quiz today, sort of the kind of thing that could be, um, you know, I was going to say serious, but that's not strictly true. So one of the rounds, the last round we did, um, we did sort of a guess, the cele- you know, hear the voice and kind of guess who it is, the celebrity who's speaking. So we'll do that. We'll do the same ones that uh, we did. I think the on this, we'll see how many you get, Jimbo. The most anyone got on this was nine, and the worst anyone got on it was five. It was quite a very tightly scored quiz, this as well. The winners on the quiz that we did got 45 and a half, and the lowest scoring team got 42. So and out of the five teams. And at one point, after four rounds, 
all five teams had scored 31 points. So I was quite pleased with that. You know, sign of a good quiz that it's kind of quite evenly scored and it's there aren't runaway winners in it. So I'm gonna we've got ten celebrities and I'm gonna play their kind of voice in and uh, all you've got to do is say who the celebs is. And after we've done that, then I've got another round called Sound Charade that we did where it was kind of guess the film. So we'll do some celebrities first if that's all right. Okay. Um, I get in trouble for not playing bigger venues actually because there is quite people get pretty pissed off that I don't play bigger venues because they can't get tickets. Um, I've been playing amphitheaters, which are outside. And they're beautiful, and you get to see the audience when you go on. But no, I mean I'm not a massive fan of touring. Who was that? I reckon that's Adele. Adele, well done, correct. One Yay. point. Now, I'll be honest, I think you're going to get this one fairly quickly. To the American people, I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that. So, that, I don't know if you know, but that's to someone who doesn't know the meaning of the word not. Right. Because okay. when he said not, what he meant was definitely did. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, that's got to be, um, it's got to be Bill Clinton. It is quite right. It is William Clinton. As I say, claimed he didn't have sexual relations, although if that's his impression of not having sexual relations, then, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton must be a very, very filthy woman is all I can really say on that matter. But to be fair, the whole thing was blown out of proportion, um, <laughs> as was he, apparently. So. Anyway, next up. We started, funnily enough, I was one of the first presenters, and I used to do phone-ins, and phone-ins are quite carefully controlled. I mean, the questions would have been vetted, the people would be vetted, and you heard his answer. I thought, you know, it's just banal. What can you say? And so oh. Who do you think? This is a tough one. I, 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 I think I, I almost can picture her. But I don't know who it is. Has she, has she been in Loose Women? Uh, uh, sorry, that was that Harry Potter or was it? <laughs> um, uh, she has been. I believe she has been on Loose Women. Yeah, oh. not particularly paying attention to it, but yeah, I think she's a regular on Loose Women. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to get it. I'm afraid. Um, it's Janet Street Porter. Right. Okay. I think she's probably no yeah, yeah, I couldn't picture. A, I could see a face. Out, yeah. I could see a face. I just couldn't. Yeah, I, cu- I couldn't remember a name. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, let's move from uh, from from loose women onto onto this one. Uh, hang on, I just need to. I just need to find her. Where is she? Where is she listed? I thought we got it in. Uh, I thought we got it in some kind of good order. Uh, Here we go. You're listening to the Waste of Web Space podcast. If I go out. Okay, I'm a big lightweight. But they use pictures of me like that, like, blinking or like that, as if like I'm absolutely off my head. And that's what they did when I was younger, pictures like that. And they just made it look worse than what it was. It sounds like Katie Price. You would be correct. Oh. Well done. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, this, this next one is a character. Okay. Okay. One needs to refuel from time to time. Me, I like to fill up on bananas and tasty protein shakes. If you're a car, you're going to need petrol. That means going to a petrol station. Check this out. Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, is it Mr. T? It is Mr. Yay. T. Well done. Congratulations. Um, so you've got four out of five so far. Five left. Um, I think I think you'll probably get this one. Let's, uh, let's see what you think. How much money would you have put in William Hill a year ago that I'd have been up against you for a BAFTA and you'd have had me on your radio show and this show, you would have said, string me up. 
if it ever happens, kill me. I'm not too sure it is, but if you notice at the start of it, he said, how much money would you put in William Hill? I mean, that's not actually how you place a bet. <laughs> you don't go up to a person with that name and put, insert the money straight into him. You have to go up to the counter and... Uh... Play that again. So, you want to play it again? Okay. Yeah. Um... How much would you have put in William Hill a year ago that I'd have been up against you for a BAFTA and you'd have had me on your radio show and this show, you would have said, string me up, if it ever happens, kill me. Oh, that's tough. It's probably, it's, I bet it's more obvious than what I'm thinking, but it's not... It sounds to me, this is going to be a bit of a random answer, it's not Dr. Hillary, is it? Off, off this... it, it is not Dr. Hillary, um, unfortunately. Uh, one, one person incorrectly said, was this Nigel Farage, which it isn't. Do you want to, are you done or do you want to have a final stab in the dark? Yeah, I think I'm, I, unless it's uh, Jeremy Kyle, I don't think it is, but no. No. Uh, well, maybe, maybe do you want to listen to it again? Obviously, it sounds like someone who's had a bit of a comeback of some form and has had some success. But obviously, I think it talks about being nominated for a BAFTA. So let's let's have another listen. How please. much money would you have put in William Hill a year ago that I'd have been up against you for a BAFTA and you'd have had me on your radio show and this show, you would have said... Got I've it. got it now. It's Noel Edmonds, isn't it? It's, it is Noel Edmonds. So was that refer, was that referring to Deal or No Deal? Do you think it's from some I years ago? So, I would guess it. I think it's a good few years ago. That yeah. Yeah. Oh, bear in mind the Bill Clinton one was. I don't think anyone would take that bet now. Yeah, yeah. I think the Bill Clinton one must have been from what twenty-five yeah. years ago, yeah. something like that. So yeah, there are some slightly older ones in here. Uh, next up, let's uh, do about this one. Uh, with my co-judge, and it, and it was something which. It was the biggest mistake of my life because actually I still look and I'm at that point at the moment where I, um, you know, we're talking, we're, we are working to get back together again. Oh, but it's going to, yeah, great. but it's going to take time. And at the end of the, oh. I don't know his name, but is it is, is it the, is it Sean something from Strictly? No, no, that's not, no, no. Although Strictly obviously could be a, an ample place where people have uh, have affairs. Oh, but, so it's not uh, Strictly no, it's based. Not. What was that sorry? It's not Strictly. It's not Strictly based. No, it's not the curse of Strictly. Oh, play it again. Okay. I think there might be a clue just literally on the first couple of words he says. Yeah. I did have an affair in America uh, with my co-judge, and it, and it was something which, it was the biggest mistake of my life. Because actually, I still And I'm at that point at the moment where I, um, you know, we're talking, we're, we are working to get back together again. Oh, but it's going to, yeah, but it's going to take time. And at the end... Uh, he says co-judge in America, I think he says. So yeah. was he on some sort of like pop idol or... Dancing with the Stars or something, X Factor America or... Well, it's, it's definitely not Len Goodman or Bruno Tony, I'll put it that way. But it's, um, it's, you're not a million miles away. Yeah, it's, it's some kind of show that has judges on it, yeah. I'm going to struggle with that a one. Judge. Yeah, I'm going to struggle with that one. Okay. Um, he's, gone to, he's, gone to, he's gone to America, he's gone to California. He's tried to make it big in America. Where's he gone to? Hollywood. Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood. Is it? Paul oh, Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I know enough about Paul Hollywood's uh, sort of private life or whatever, so I wouldn't have thought that might have been it. I don't, I don't, and I'm not really, I don't really watch that much Bake Off either. So yeah, I mean, tell you what, you ought to, uh, you ought to see what he gets up to with his baguette by the sounds of it. But, uh, <laughs> there we go. So I, th- I think, I think you'll get this next one, but uh, that's someone get, my favourite. Someone gets a soggy ones. bottom anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's that's what he gets up to in his spare time. So I think you'll get this one. This is probably my favourite out of all the sound clips. Aroused my dinkle till it was stiff and yelled, Flag! Impel yourself on that! So, 
That is uh, Russell Brand, I think. Uh, you are quite right. That is Russell Brand. Really good. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah enjoyed um, that. Yeah. Uh, well, I've not finished yet. I, but, I, I, um, but I need a wee. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Do, do uh, you want me to play a little advert for Alien Audio in the middle? We heard it last uh, week. We... Unless you want to keep people going. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I can, I can play the next two sound... Well, yeah, go on. Play, play the advert for Alien Audio and then we'll... Um... Alien Audio, we'll the pub, is now open at Jimbo's. But just for Jimbo. Alien Audio is an exciting, funky new garden bar in the heart of Yorkshire, which was once an old converted shed. Due to the current lockdown restrictions, we have a strict policy on our clientele. If your name is not Jimbo, then unfortunately, you will not be permitted entrance to the bar. Sunday night is quiz night, a general knowledge quiz. Hot favourite to win this week is Jimbo. We have our live sports show in most nights of the week. Come down and see your favourite footballers such as Raheem Sterling and Mo Farah on the big projector. Or, if golf is your thing, then come and watch Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy and Gareth Bale on the green. Friday night is live music night. Come and hear Jimbo belt out a few classics. Saturday night is karaoke night, when anyone can get up and sing a song. Come and hear Jimbo belt out a few classics. We have beer on tap and lovely customers. One of our regulars, Jimbo, often goes in the pub late at night for a quick hand pull. Our friendly bar staff, Jimbo, is happy to help you. Although, he might not be there to help you as he recently barred his only customer for bad behaviour. Okay, I'm back. So, yeah, I, so I, back. I enjoyed the first part of your quiz. Um, yeah. And now we're on to Sam well, Sherrard's, is that right? Uh, well, uh, yeah, go on. I've got two more, but yeah, let's, let's go oh, on sorry. Well, if you, want, if you want to carry on doing the others, it's fine. Nah, so I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm happy to finish on Russell, Russell Brand. Um, not in that way, obviously. But, um, <laughs> so we've got we've got a round called Sound Charades, which actually, to be fair, is something I first heard on I'm Sorry Actually, which is a program that I mentioned last week. And they do a game called Sound Charades, and we did this as just as something different on our quiz. So what we've done, myself and my lovely wife Vicky, who um, I managed to cajole into uh, taking part in this, uh, was describe the name of ten films. I'll play them one by one for you. Um, and you don't, to be fair, for most of them, what we're saying is not actually anything to do with the film. But if you put together what's going on, you will come to the name of the film, if that makes sense. Right, okay. So I'll play the first one for you. Two words. Potter, stop doing that, you disgusting boy. Do you want to hear that again? So film, two words. The Let's... first the first word is stop doing that, you disgusting boy. No, no, sorry. We're not describing the words at all. Film, two words, and just the title of the film can be summed up with the phrase, Potter, stop doing that, you disgusting boy. Okay. Potter. And it was Potter with a P. P for Papa. So is it something to do with Harry Potter? Um, It could be something to do with Harry Potter. I mean, it's not Harry Potter, but it's, if you think there... Oh, Fantastic what... Beasts. No, no, as I say, just think of what's happening there and think of how that sums up and gets into the night. Think of what's going there and the name of a film that might link into it. So somebody's doing something dirty. Yep. And it says Potter. Yep. You are so close, it's untrue. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry, well done. Yes. Okay, I see how it's going to work now. Yeah. So again, uh, this one, again, what's happening is absolutely nothing to do with the actual film itself. But if you find out the situation, the words of that will link you to another film. Okay. Make sure you hold your uh, thingy close enough to your microphone. Okay. sort of. Oh, hello. Uh, could you come and mend my roof tiles, please? Of course I could. However, it will take me a full four weeks to complete the job. 
So, can you come and mend my roof tiles, please? Of course I can. It will take me a full four weeks to complete the job. Again, this has got absolutely nothing to do... The film's got nothing to do with mending roof tiles or anything like that. But think about what's happening there. Uh, it's So, it's going to be something to do with a month? Mm, if it was February, maybe. <laughs> 28 days later. Quite right. 28 days later. Oh, very clever. Next up, um, there is a reference to Heston Blumenthal in this, by the way, in this next one. And Heston Blumenthal has got nothing whatsoever to do with it, I hasten to add. But he just happens to have a restaurant in this particular place. Okay. So don't, don't get sidetracked with Heston Blumenthal. But the other, <laughs> stuff, the other stuff is important and relevant. One word. Oh, Chris, this is a lovely place. Where, where, where is it? We're in the beautiful Berkshire village of Bray, which is where Heston Blumenthal has his restaurant. Lovely place is Bray. Oh, such a beautiful place. Oh, Chris, is that you? (laughs) That stinks. Oh, dear, I'm not going to get this. Uh, So it's one word, film, one One word, word. what's going on? What's going on? Uh, So I say that we've gone for a nice walk in a place called Bray, and the atmosphere seems to get ruined somewhat by an unpleasant smell. Um. It's worth pointing out that someone actually got 10 out of 10 on this round as well. <laughs> That's good going. Uh, yeah. uh, fart. Fart. And there's no film called oh, Fart. Fart. You get in there. You get in there. Fart, yeah. Fart's, in, farts in, involved. Fart. Think about what's happening, where they've gone, who they're with. Country fart. <laughs> Not fart country fart. <laughs> where, have they, where are they? They're Buckinghamshire. Not, not, well, not in quite Bray. Buckinghamshire. Brain. Fart, brave, brave heart, brave heart, brave heart. <laughs> well done. Oh, that's very good. Someone did really well to get ten out. Did you give him? Ex- yeah. Did you give him clues like you, you are me? Nope, none whatsoever. Just played the clip. Played them. Played the clips sort of twice from and let them. I think a couple. I only had to play it once. Very good. This next one again. It's film one word. Good morning. Welcome to my shop. What can I get for you? Hello. I wonder if it would help. I require some woolly neckwear. Would I be right in thinking you are the world's expert in terms of woolly neckwear? Is that woolly ne- neckwear? Woolly neckwear. And it's one word. One word. So scarf, 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 scarface. Scarf, scarface. Scarface. Well done, yeah, the top person, scarface. Very good. Um, I think most people got that one. On the... Uh, I did get quite a funny answer to this one, by the way, on on the quiz. So let's uh, let's let's play number five for you. Film two words. Vic, do you want a hand washing the pots tonight? Um, oh yes. So I'd probably also say there is a there is a joke. It, there is a completely utterly irrelevant bit of banter in this to do with dishwashers and one of the people on the quiz on Friday night. So that that's not relevant. Where I start talking <laughs> about cleaning clean dishwasher filters, by the way. Right. Let's not sidetrack you with that on the thing. But there we go. Film two words. Do you want a hand washing the pots tonight? Oh, yes, please. Uh, but the dishwasher's broke. The dishwasher's broken? How come? Is it that we've not cleaned the filters again, eh, Bren? Uh, hey. So are we going to have to do it the manual way? Yes, we're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way. OK, I'll give you a hand. Oh, my God, are you washing them in there? That's massive. Uh... So what's happening there and what film does that sort of link into? Bath wash or pot wash, pot baths. I don't know why I'm thinking baths, but... No, it's nothing to do with baths. It's, it's two words. Uh, two words, yeah. Ocean, and... I think, to the 
No. No, I mean, we're talking about something, obviously. I, I'm, I'm expressing my surprise at how big something is, where the pots have been washed. Large wash. <laughs> I'm really struggling with this it's, one. We've we already mentioned this film already, already in this episode. Have we? You you mentioned it, yeah. Star Wars. Not Star Wars, no. Um, where do you wash pots? In the sink. The yeah. sink. The sink. Titanic. <laughs> no. Although that's that's what someone said. Titanic. Because <laughs> obviously Titanic is big, but also there's someone yeah. who pointed out that the Titanic sunk. But... Oh, uh, so sink. Yeah. Bull. Sink of another. Sink of another word for big. Large sink. Keep going. Gigantic sink. Keep going. Huge sink. Keep going. Big sink. Keep going. Massive sink. <laughs> no, keep going. You'll get there eventually. Large, massive, huge, humongous. Keep going. Big. Keep going. I, I no. can't think of any other words. Ma- like, tall. No, not tall. It he- might be a bit scary as well. S- big, scary sink. <laughs> I'm not going to get no, this that's, one. That's, that's three words. <laughs> think, think of a film that you mentioned that kind of contains the word sink. Right. Um, Look back at the word the, the film that you have for me. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, Sword in the Stone, uh, yeah. Mary Poppins, Monster yeah. Zinc, Monster Sink, Monster, Monster oh, Sink. Fisher. Well done. I, your friends must just be on the same wavelength as you. As you. I, I'm not going to give. You... Well, to be fair, I'm quite glad you didn't give yourself a point for there. Bear in mind, you had about forty guesses at first. Um, <laughs> I think, I think, I think you should be able to get this one. But let's uh, let's have a go. Five words. Good afternoon, sir. Welcome to the Native American Indian hairdressers. Do you have a reservation? Okay, love it. Nice to take the piss. Please take a seat. What style would you like? I'd like a haircut where you shave off all the side bits of my hair, but leave a central strip in the middle of it. Can you do that for me? I can, but it's the final time going to do it. It's not like I mean I don't know if it's a film I'm I'm really the last is it the last something? Yes. Isn't the last Mohawk? Is that even a film? Oh, um, the last, last of the, the Mohicans. The last of the Mohicans. Quite right. Yeah, not seen that film, or really yeah. not not where it is. But I've, I've heard the song. I've heard the film title before. Yeah, I'm not sure whether you've heard whether you would have heard of this film or not. To be honest, the next one coming up, but this this features some great voice acting from myself here, by the way. Film three words. Good luck, Vic. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, I've been really busy the last couple of days. I've been going around all the football clubs in the West Midlands and doing charity activities with them. So yesterday I did karaoke with all the Aston Villa players, and then today. I did a bit of stand-up comedy with the West Brom players. And then tomorrow, what I've got planned in is I'm going to go to the other premiership team from that area and do the Pasadoblo with them, do the tango, do the foxtrot. Three words. Three words, yeah. Is it something to do with Brum? Brum, eh? Well, it's, it's specifically a football team from that area in the premiership. Ah, OK. Dancing with Wolves? Dancing, Dancers with Wolves, yes, which is a film that you may or may not have heard of. No, I've not heard of it. But uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, uh, yes, I think uh, I think it's fun about someone who kind of gets involved with sort of living in the wild and the animals. Probably from about nineteen ninety one, ninety two, with Kevin Costner, I think. Um, next up, this is probably the only one that actually contains any reference to the actual film in it. By the way, that's okay. Film two 
two words. Vic, I'm just going to go to the shops. Okay. Uh, do you know what you're buying? Yeah, I've got everything sorted, and uh, I've got to get for Oscar, who lives next door as well. Do you know what you're getting for him? Yeah, I know what I'm getting for Oscar. He's written everything down for me, which is quite helpful. I'll read out what he wants, if you like. So he needs bread, milk, potatoes, eggs. And then there's a little note at the bottom saying that he needs to save the life of about 1,200 Jews from the Holocaust. Is it, uh, is it Schindler's List? It is Schindler's List, yes. What's the Oscar thing about? Is it uh, the, the character is called Oscar, ah. Oscar Schindler. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, next one. Is this this next one is quite a modern film, so I don't know whether or not you might have heard of it. Um, but let's let's see. see, see we'll see if you can just work out what it's called from what's happening. Film four words. Hi there, Chris. How you doing? Oh, very good, thank you. I've been really busy though. I mean, I've been listening to all the local bands from this particular city that I live in. I've been listening to the Stone Roses and Oasis. I've been watching the football from these two teams that play in this city, City versus United. It's been really good. Oh, sounds. Um, so, how's work at the moment? Oh, really, really busy. I mean, I've got a massive job on at the moment. I need to pick up this city that I live in and take it right over to the coast. So, what would you call the relocated city? Manchester by the Sea. It is Manchester by the Sea, yes. Again, I've never heard of it, um, but... From the clues, I could sort of work that out, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Good film? Um, uh, yeah, well done. Is uh, it a good film? I think it's... Yeah, is it... Uh, Casey, Casey Affleck got an Oscar, I think, in that. For He might have won Best Actor Oscar for his part in that. I don't know. I'll have to try um, some of these films. Yeah. So this, this final one... Uh, sorry, we're on to the last one there. So apologies to the people who have to endure this, but... Um, it's been good. I've enjoyed at least. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, th- I think this is fairly easy and straightforward. You should be able to get this one, but uh, there we go. Let's, uh, let's play this one for you. Forwards. Vic, can you hear that noise again? Oh, no, it's that new neighbour. He's playing his violin on top of the house again. Fiddler on the roof. It is Fiddler on the roof. Well done. Funny enough, I, I nearly said that earlier on for the for one of the first ones. Uh, oh, okay. With a, uh, what was that one? 28 Days Slater. Uh, 28 Days Slater, I, I, I yeah. nearly went. I, um, I had Fiddler on the Roof in my head then, so, yeah, very good. Yeah. I enjoyed that, Fisher. Sure. Um, oh, that was one of my favourite favorite quizzes in a while. Yeah, so I think it was 8 out of 10 there for that, so, so well done. Good, yeah. uh, good score. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just give yourself an extra round of applause. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for watching, listening, uh, taking it all in, whatever you've been up to, whether you've been watching live, whether you're watching uh, afterwards uh, to our audio version, or whether you're watching on YouTube later on, or, or however you're watching, whatever. Uh, thank you. Uh, please do get in touch with us, usual places. You can tweet us at Waste of Webspace, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Waste of Webspace, website, wasteofwebspace.co.uk. Plenty of ways to get in touch. And uh, we'll think up some more material for next week, won't we, Fisher? Yeah, thank you very much, Jimbo. Very good episode. Really enjoyed it. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Goodbye.